Sawadee Cup and welcome to the mouth of the Mekong. Those are my friends who live about a mile up the road. It's Monday, September 23rd. My name is Michael, and I am the mouth, a longtime senior Asia correspondent for National Public Radio, now recovering. And I live on the Mekong in the Golden Triangle, where Laos, Myanmar, and Thailand meet. And in my village, my favorite day of the week is Thursday. Why? Because Thursday is Lao Baby Day. The mothers get here early, about 8 in the morning. They cross the Mekong in small boats, clear immigration, and walk single file from there, past my house, and to the clinic. Their babies wrap tightly against their chests. By the time the clinic opens at 8.30, it's pretty much standing room only. Nisa Kasamut is the head nurse here, and the mother, she says, come to vaccinate their children. Two months, six months, a year, polio, diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis, the works. The mothers come for prenatal care, too. It's all free if you're Thai, but if you're Lao, you have to pay about two bucks a visit. With the boat fare across the river and back, it's about five bucks all in. That's a lot by local standards, but money well spent by the mothers who want to do right by their babies. So why can't they do this on the Lao side? Nurse Nisa dodges the question. Ties are awfully polite and don't like to run other people down, not in public anyway. I don't really know why, she says. They just seem to like our vaccines. What she won't say is the truth. Health care on the other side is pretty awful. Laos still has one of the highest infant mortality rates in Asia and one of the highest maternal mortality rates, too. The Thais don't have to treat the Lao babies or the mothers, but they do anyway. Why? Two reasons, she says. One, they're our neighbors, and if our neighbors get sick, we could get sick too. But the biggest reason, she says, is because it's the right thing to do. So the next time you hear a tourist in Bangkok or Phuket complain about getting scammed by some Thai, stop for a second and think about Lao Baby Day. Okay, moving along, time for today's pop quiz. What do this man... How can you be a leader if you're not strong? And this man... The whole world is one family. ...have in common? The answer is both are hoping to get elected to run their countries. The first man is Prabowo Subianto of Indonesia. The second is Narendra Modi of India. They have something else in common, too. Both have been denied visas to the U.S. because of their past words or deeds. Back in the bad old days when the dictator Suharto was in power, Prabowo Subianto was the general in charge of the Indonesian Army's infamous Kopassus Special Forces. He was also Suharto's son-in-law. While Prabowo was in command, human rights groups say, Kopassus was responsible for all sorts of abuses, forced disappearances, torture, and the murder of separatists in East Timor. And Modi? I remember Modi well from the time I was based in India. He's a fervent Hindu nationalist who didn't just fan the flames of religious violence, he poured on a whole can of gas in Gujarat while he was chief minister there. Communal violence in Gujarat in 2002 killed more than a thousand people, most of them Muslims. Now he's the man chosen by the Bharatiya Janata Party, or BJP, to be their candidate for the next prime minister. The BJP itself has a long history of Muslim baiting. Modi as prime minister, what could go wrong? And Prabowo? He denies all the charges against him and says he was just doing his duty, trying to keep his country safe. And his visa problem? 
Here's Prabowo last week speaking to Al Jazeera. Nelson Mandela was blacklisted from the United States at one time. Am I not in good company? I think my track record speaks for itself. It certainly does, and yet both men soldier on, their message pretty much the same. The country needs a strong leader to root out corruption and protect the people's interests. Uh-huh. Heard that one before. And here's the most frightening thing the two have in common. They both could win. Oh, and if they do, the State Department will almost certainly have to give them visas as heads of state. Is this really the best Asia's two largest democracies can offer? Seriously? That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Any comments, criticisms, suggestions, go to mouthofthemekong.com, hit the comment button, and have at it. Talk to you, with you, at you again next week.